ェルカムトゥザ DJ 優勝Here for day five of the thirteen terror. Yep, thirteen days of terror. Buddy got it. There we go. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And we're here with something a bit different than normal. Uh, not really horror per se, but very uh, uh, like psychological kind of. Yeah, you, a psychological uh, thriller is a, a good. A good describer for it. And I'll be honest, I was confused for some of it. <laughs> Buddy, why? It wasn't that hard. I, I just, toward the end, I wasn't 100% sure what was going on. And then I was well, like... Well, that's kind of neither shit. I know. That, yeah, because I was like, is that, wait, was that real? Or is that uh, the person not? And then, oh, it's that person? And then I was like, what? <laughs> yes, this uh, movie was directed by Satoshi Lynch. <sighs> <laughs> no, uh, Satoshi Kone. Uh, this is a 1997... Uh, Japanese animated psychological thriller film, as it says here on the, uh, the Wikipedia. It is based on a uh, a novel. I I started watching this, and I a little bit into it. I was like, this kind of seems familiar. And I'm pretty sure that I saw this a long time ago. I I want to say I saw it on Justin.tv, uh, which was the precursor of Twitch back when they had just like there were movie channels on there. And I'm pretty sure this came up, and I just fucking watched it. Um, and I liked it then, and I liked it again. You could tell, because, like, at a certain bit in the movie, it was, like, it's a computer, and I'll get you on the internet, and it, du- double click And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> that <laughs> I've actually seen a few different, like, internet instruction videos, like, in d- different languages. I think one in Chinese and one in Japanese. Just I've seen random clips. And it it is really funny when they randomly say words that there is no translation for. Like, uh... It's like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get what they said. <laughs> right click. <clicko>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, mushy, mushy, Pepsi. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. But yeah, we open up. Uh, I immediately pop off because of uh, Powertrons, which immediately look like uh, like SPD Ranger knockoffs. <laughs> I was honestly surprised they didn't just call it super sentai because they it didn't even look like a parody of it it looked legit like the fucking super sentai it did i i, I was kind of like they said power Trump. i was like wait you can just that's just super sentai that's how they look it was it was just caught me off guard like that's so weird 
Yeah, uh, maybe, but just yeah, to, uh, maybe just to be safe. I guess so. Covering their bases back in 1997, the American Power Rangers have been going strong for f- five years, or actually, when did that start? Like 90, 91? I thought no, it started like 92 or 93. I feel, I feel like I always thought it was 92, 93, but then I saw it was even earlier. I was like, oh wait, I was like, whoa. I, I don't think. So. Hey Google, when did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers debut? August 28th, 1993. So weird. Told you. I swear I saw something, because that's what I always feel, but then I I felt like I remember seeing something that showed it started even earlier. But, uh, I mean, shit, at that point in Japan, they'd been going since the 80s, in Japan, probably. Yeah, in Japan, it was earlier, way earlier. Oh, yeah. That's why the footage, it's like, oh, Andrew Grove looks pretty good, and then he goes to this grainy fucking beach they're fighting on, and it's like, oh. We still got to find that train one. Oh god, dude! I would, I would watch that whole. If it's subtitled, I will watch that whole fucking thing. What do you? So would I. Oh, the the fucking, the fact that they just interchange them. So like the Blue Ranger became like the Pink Ranger and shit, just because they could do different things. Like Mega Pop me. Because no, I don't. I haven't seen that in any other series where they can intertwine Rangers like that. Like the closest thing was when the fucking uh, Green Ranger gave the Red Ranger like his vest. Oh yeah. But that was, but that wasn't morphing differently that was just here take my you know armor piece but in in that one it was like they literally threw the trains to each other and turned into like a like a green ranger a blue ranger and it was like that's fucking cool well i I'm still hot about the fucking kid <clears throat> morphing and becoming an adult i don't i don't they were already strong why did they need to involve a kid it wasn't like they were trying to attract an audience you know what i mean I, I don't know. I, maybe just to give make the kids at home think that I could be a Power Ranger too, really. Yeah, grow up and learn martial arts. They all spent years learning martial arts. Fucking learn it, and then you'll be a Power Ranger. Except for me, because I'm fat. I would never be a Power Ranger. They never have fat Rangers. <laughs> the closest thing would be like, hey, you want to be the new Bulk? And I, of course I'm going to say yes, but... He had to have had a... He had to have morphed at some point in one of the series, right? Bulk? He has not. I, I would have mega popped. Really? Oh, that's such a missed opportunity. They're always just there. Now, what would make you more mad? The kid growing up into a ranger or if you had a fat guy morph and he got skinny and fit? <laughs> like, what would be more angry to you? It's still the kid. Still the kid? Okay. It's still the kid. I feel like I feel like that'd be a form of body shaming, too, though. It's like, oh, it when, does, you get, yeah. when you're in the suit, like, now you're magically skinny and, like, fit? Like, what are you trying to say? If fat people can't kick ass? Now, what would pop me is if he became a villain because he's like, no, I'm going to stay like this because I'm fit. And it's like, oh, no. And he like starts being evil. That would be he's Rita's new guy. James son, what are you doing? The teal ranger. Teal, I, be, I was thinking brown. There's never been a brown ranger. I don't know why. <laughs> For good reason. It's shitting time. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> but he's found Power his calling. Wash. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh the the plot of Perfect Blue. Hey, so this a, is random, but now that I don't have to like shove toilet paper in my ass anymore, like that yeah. fact that I have like a fucking clean fucking asshole, farting out a lot more, and it's just popping me because I'm not used to that. I'm used to the toilet paper absorbing the you know the vibrations. I honestly thought when you talked about shoving toilet paper up your asshole that it was a joke, and the fact that you're really laying in the fact that it's not just absolutely it pisses me off and it grosses me out. But it, I'm, it's not like it's not shoving in the hole. You just fold it and place it. It doesn't. Cheeks. It doesn't matter. Putty. It's called the. You're a 33 year old man. Yeah, I know what it's called. 
Buddy, I would literally go through a half a roll of toilet paper or in public, I'm just sitting there forever while some dude's banging on the stall and I'm sweating nervously. Like, I gotta hurry up and go. Plot follows a member of a Japanese idol group who retires from music to pursue an acting career. As she becomes a victim of stalking, gruesome murders begin to occur and she starts to lose her grip on reality. Also, too, toward the end, they were throwing a lot of different names and that's also what was confusing me because there was like... Yoku, Yoku something name was thrown and I was like who is that and then there was another name thrown out there and I'm like I don't know who that is and then Mima and then she's like no I'm Rina and I'm like wait what like there was a lot of like names at the end that's why I got confused too oh this guy also did Paprika oh interesting or Paprika how do you want to pronounce it also don't like how that uh that that dude Mima Mimania it was too close to Mima so I was like wait who are they talking about what was it was it Mr. Mimania yeah yeah but he also popped me because he kind of looked like the dude from fucking uh, the one where he jumped on the car and blasted the dude with the shotgun through the windshield. Maniac. He kind of looked. Oh like yeah, him. he 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 kind of did. The like, crazed, uh, obsessed. He was obsessed with a specific. <laughs> yeah, just like a big dude. Yeah. But that just that popped me because he kind of looked like that. He did. I could tell he's gonna be a problem from the beginning when he was fucking looking at her on stage holding his hand out. Well, the fact that he has like these fucking like his void in his eyes, like you can't you can barely see a pupil. It's just like this empty blackness, and everyone else is normal eyes. And it's like, oh, this guy. Plus, he's ugly, so he's like a typical like you know, uh, internet stalker, but of like a very early version. Yeah. I mean, this the book originally is from 1990. Does it, does it say it here? No, it doesn't say. But the movie's from 97, so I assume the book was in, you know at least probably a little bit before. I'm honestly kind of surprised um, how much internet stuff was in early things. I actually just watched an episode of the Real Ghostbusters, which is the cartoon like from the 80s, and I think the episode I watched was probably from like 1990 or something, maybe. But they mentioned internet dating. I was like, wait, it was around then? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm I uh, I'm pretty sure internet was kind of invented around like the late seventies. Because at first it was used between well, yeah. military and then it became a wider thing, but it didn't become like a household thing, I think, until like the nineties. But I think if you were rich, I think you had it early on. Yeah, I mean it wasn't until like the like like at least like the late nineties where stuff actually homes were starting to have them. It took I don't remember what year. I was probably like 2000 or something. I actually finally got one. Uh, but even then, it's like. It's, I don't know. I just wild. The fact that you would get like in the mail, random AOL disc of like, here, here's 3000 hours. And it's like, okay. God, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I kind of miss logging on, like dialing up. Because it's like, it just gets you so fucking like. Like anticipation builds, and then you finally log on, and you get the all the AOL sound effects, and you load up AIM, and you get the doo doo, and you get like the door opens, like oh I'm I'm on, I'm at a place where people like me. <laughs> I know I'd always look like the the, the girl I want to talk to you sign on. It's like no, it wasn't her. Like oh man, she doesn't know how ugly I really am. That's how I always felt. <laughs> Still do. I am six one and one eighty of muscle. <laughs> ASL. I never, I never tried that. I never did the uh, fake identity catfish thing. 
Uh, although maybe, maybe I, maybe I should have, maybe it would have been fun as a kid. Who knows? I always took a shot. Like here's, here's me. Although it's a good angle on a good day. It's, uh, yeah. per- know, there's some wild bitches out there too. So like, just be like that's it. Like, oh, there sure are. Full staffed. <sighs> anyway, uh, art style wasn't too bad. It wasn't too old for me. Like it was still an entertaining thing. Um, it was well animated. Uh, I mean, that yeah. definitely. It looks it looks similar to um, although this this is newer than like Akira. It looks like similar style uh it doesn't have like a this is before cg started to become a thing where they did like 3d modeling a little bit on some anime yeah uh yeah so basically the story is a a a woman from a like a a pop band i guess is cham from the band cham yeah yeah uh is retiring and then i guess she went to go get into acting and then movie goes from there and i guess the mr mimania or whatever was very upset and so he like runs he like runs this fucking blog uh of her like mimi's diary and then she ended up finding it because somebody gave her you know a little note that had the link in it and so she's reading the diary like I'm not saying this like but but she's like invested in reading what's going on too. Well, and then cause she keeps checking it throughout the movie and like like I said in the synopsis, things keep happening like around her. Like someone sends a letter that her her agent or somebody opens up and it fucking explodes like in his face. But uh, it was just to her though. So I don't know it why was, was yeah. Uh, well, I guess well, I think that's how it works with like agencies. Because Japan's Japan's a weird place. Like the pop idol culture over there is kind of weird. Like in America, the the equivalent in America is boy bands, but it wasn't widely publicized as being like a corporate created deal. Yeah. In Japan, it totally is. Like everyone knows exactly they're 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 put together and they're presented and it's a product. And then after a couple of years, members leave because they get too old and they bring new people. That, that's how it works. Like, but Maki Ito got fired, remember? She was a fired idol. Then she became a wrestler. I did not know that. Yeah, buddy. That's her whole, there's a whole gimmick. Well, she sings when she comes out. Well, I knew that, but I didn't know yeah. that, like... That was just angry at everybody. Flips everyone off and tells them to fuck off. Pretty much. But we love her for it. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. <laughs> How could how could anyone not? God. Be like Tinson, take off your pants. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> you can't say that when she came out and the the match was going on and she just kept singing wasn't hilarious. Domo arigato for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I buddy, I could die happy if she said that to me. Oh god. I mean, like, uh, it's like, um, oh, fuck, like, sort of like Bon Appetit, kind of, not exactly, but that's kind of the same, like, you say it, like, before you eat. Like, enjoy or something. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so then she starts acting, she gets, like, a little minor role in some drama show, and then eventually gets 
into a bigger role and then eventually a bigger role and they put her through the fucking ringer because they have her do a rape scene yeah which makes makes her uh one of her agents Rumi, who we learned was also a former idol but then she got she's a little fat um she did she sees the rape scene go down and she but she just can't handle it she's crying and she leaves she's very upset yeah and i don't think she saw her again for the rest of the movie no, she. You, you see like, her a couple more times. No, but I mean, like, as her manager, like, I don't think she like interacted with her again. It was it was just the dude. It was not a lot, yeah. Um, yeah, and then she did some like modeling, other modeling stuff, which there's. I'm sending you something that popped me. There was lots of nudity in this movie. I don't I don't remember that aspect of it, but there, there is a lot, like, because there's there's a an attempted rape towards the end where your your tits come out, and then. Like you just said, there's a uh, a photo shoot bit where the pictures were made. God damn it, where the pictures were made very public. And as in the picture you sent me, there's boobs and bush and the buddy's face on her. Yeah, and then this mega pop me. All right. I had to, I had to really fucking pause game step on my pause game for that. Oh wow, yeah, I, I didn't even catch that one. It was a fucking quick flash, but I was like, is that what I thought it was? And I went back and was like, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Got it. Buddy just sent me a straight up picture of her harry bush not bad Did that do it for you it kind of did i'm not in the hentai or anything like that but like that that kind of got me <laughs> like i don't i don't get it like like because it's over the top even like the the random ass like uh anime like the the manga you send me of like adult shit I'm, that doesn't <laughs> get me like i don't get anybody that really enjoy, like it's so over the top where it's like they come and it's like a straight up fountain out of their fucking cock uh yeah the the ones where it's the ones where it's like absurd like if someone takes out their cock and it's like three feet like around like okay <laughs> all right come on you're japanese yeah well that's why they're all fucking, they're like they all wish that <laughs> oh, fuck i was gonna say something and now i totally forgot but yeah so then towards the end Maybe you can explain it better than I can, because like I said, I was confused for a majority of the time. Because there was, there was. A oh, bit I remember what I was gonna say. She, she had like a. You remembered? I did. Okay, go ahead. The only, the best hentai is watching poorly dubbed hentai in English. That's, yeah, you've you've yes. sent me blue, no, black, something blue something. I don't remember what the name of it was, but there's there's any any kind of like hentai from like in the early 2000s or late 90s that was dubbed in English, you watch it because it's so awful. And I'm not talking about like the, the fucking or any of the animation. The, the dubbing is hilariously bad. I swear to God, you told me something before. What the fuck was it? Bible Black? Yeah, there you go. But that's that's more just for content of the fucking. Because uh, I've only seen that in dub. Japanese. Not the uh, dub. I don't, not the dub. There may be a dub of it, but. Okay. But yeah, I'll so find like, it after this. There was a, there was a bit where, like, you see, like a the photographer got like ordered a pizza, and he gets like stabbed to death with like a ice pick, and you can tell it's a girl, and then all of a sudden she wakes up in bed, and then she does something, and then she wakes up in bed again, and then something happened again where then she wake, so like I wasn't sure what the fuck was going on. Like, cause she, like, you think like, oh, this guy's crazy. He's killing all the people, like the photographer that like 
uh, you know, took these pictures of her when she's supposed to be innocent. And cause he's writing as if he's trying to get her to go back to being an idol. Like, why would you stop being a fucking pop idol? And so she started seeing like a pop idol version of her. Like, so she started going fucking crazy and then he's yeah. crazy. And I'm just like, fuck everyone in this fucking thing is crazy. Well, cause she has, she's going crazy. Cause like uh, she's reading this, this blog and he keeps things are being posted where it's like, how did they know that? Or like, I didn't, and things that didn't happen that she's like, did I do that? How else would, would this blog know that? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know about the, uh, she like, cause I do remember that too, with just being like super weird. Yeah. So I just, I wasn't sure. Um, the way I kind of viewed it was like one of the ones that you saw was something that she read in the blog and she like thought like that was her day. And then, so when she actually woke up on her real day, is when it like went back and she had the same thing happen when she woke up. Yeah, because she read something about how like, oh, she got off of the the train left foot first. Today was the worst day ever, blah blah blah. And then so she went to go get off the train and then she like, oh shit. And then she like ran because she felt like she was like just in case somebody was watching her. And then she gets up top and then she starts walking and then some guys like following her, like, hey, do you want to be a model? And so she runs and he runs. He's like, hold on, stop. And then you hear like cut and she was like filming a scene, but then something happened and then she woke up back in bed and I was like, what the fuck's going on? that's why it's a psychological thriller buddy it sure was because then you find out later on uh because then fucking a producer got killed in the elevator that kind of popped me because they're the pop idol song i think that was the the, i think that was the writer the guy who was writing the show who wrote the rape scene oh okay well that popped me because yeah as you learn like the guy who's running the blog who we talked about earlier with the creepy eyes like you you i mean it's it's like the movie alludes to him being obviously the one killing all these people, right? Because he's obsessed with her. He keeps writing how, like, like Mima's is a traitor. It's like an imposter. So he's killing the people who are corrupting her, at least in his eyes, right? So the person who wrote a rape scene for her to be in, he's got to go. The photographer who took nude photos of her and published them, he's got to go. Yeah. Yeah, so then – and then <sighs> – Zoe's on Shutter, by the way, everybody. If you want to watch this, it's on. It is a uh, get Shutter. It's super cheap per month, uh, and a lot of good stuff on there. A lot of what we're going to talk about this year is on there. Yeah, and then, uh, and then eventually somehow that that roomie, right, her agent or whatever. Yeah, she like got her, so they ended up finished wrapping the show or whatever, and I think she took her back. She like passed out at some point, so she took her back to like her apartment. Yeah, like Rumi's apartment, and then she's like in the other room doing something. And so she's waking up like, Oh, like, man, like, was it true or whatever? Did I do this? Or like, you know, am I dreaming? And then she like comes out of the other room in like an, a K-pop outfit. And was like, it's, it's my new outfit. Are you, are you excited? And she's like, what, what's going on? And like, so before, before this reveal, there was a scene where it, it was, was the like rape interrogation. Attempt. So I, how did that fit in there too? Cause then she said, Oh, it's, uh, identity, dis- uh, dissociative identity disorder she thinks well that that was a scene that they were shooting for the show there's there they show one scene where it's like mima is being herself but that's but then you see it again but it's in the context of the actual tv show that they're filming because then they address her as the character she's playing so that's just another one of those instances where it's like mima the lines of reality being blurred for her oh okay she doesn't know like she feels like she's crazy and the character she's playing is playing is supposed to be like crazy so it's getting like 
you know, blurred. Okay, and, uh, that confused me. Because then I thought, oh, well, that's why she's seeing, a, a, like, a K-pop version of herself. She's going fucking crazy. But then it was like, everything, I didn't realize that was a, a scene in the show. Cause yeah, she definitely is also going crazy and seeing herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after they wrap, uh, Mima is, like, a left alone with that stalker guy where he says, you know, you're... You're an imposter. You're trying to ruin Mima's image. I've been me, the real Mima has been messaging me, emailing me. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Which is why, which is where this guy's been getting all of his information. Uh, and he attempts to rape her right there. Which but then she, sense. why? I don't know. Like, oh, you're not the real person that I think you are. So I'm gonna rape you. That just doesn't make sense. Well, I, for him, he she looks like her, which is good enough for him in the moment. That's true. Um, but then she hits him with, uh, something, what is, like a hammer, yeah. Like, like a hits him right on, it's, yeah. something that's on set, like a little one, like Chucky in the first movie. Uh, hits him in the head, he, like, falls over and she gets away, but she's all ragged. That's where Rumi finds her and takes her back. And then that's where we see the reveal of Rumi comes in, in a pop outfit. But it's, it's kind of cool, because, like, Mima's looking at her. And sometimes she sees the pop version of herself, but then sometimes she sees Rumi. Like, in the, there's one shot where she's looking at her, and it looks like herself as pop idol, but in the mirror, in the same shot, you can see that it's fat Rumi. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because the whole time, oops, the whole time, like, she's fighting her and stuff like that, you see that it's, like, her, like uh, whatever, Mimi or whatever, or the pop version and she like choked her out and then her face started changing and then she became like roomy and then she was chasing her and she's like like daintily like floating and skipping when she's running but then it yeah that caught me a scene where she's kind of floating by a mirror but you see like roomy like fucking hauling ass and it's <laughs> yeah yeah we also see a shot too of uh so the some of the dead bodies again and you see the stalker dead so roomy at some point uh, went and killed, finished off the stalker. So that all that had to happen at the same time because that other body was still in the elevator. So that had to happen that same night, even though they showed it earlier in the movie. I think the body in the elevator was the other agent. So oh, that was, was the same night, yeah. Oh. So her, the male agent, uh, also gets killed because he was he was one of the bigger ones. You saying, oh, you got to be an actor. Oh yeah, yeah. So he had to go too. So she killed. So Rumi, so Rumi also was the one that was emailing Mr. Me Mania, obviously, as Mima, because she's she went crazy and obsessed and put herself in like Mima. She's like she's Mima and she has to protect her. Yeah, it also popped me because like, earlier in the movie you hear some people talking like like oh they're doing pretty good with just them two like they didn't need her and it's like god damn it. <laughs> that, yeah, she leaves the group and they immediately hit like the top 100 chart. Yeah, it's just that's the culture, I guess. It's just, that's bad luck, I suppose. But yeah, so she's chasing her through the fucking city, and then eventually they go down, like, a little alley, and she she stabbed her in the ice pick, like, almost in the heart, but she was able to get away, and yeah. that was when they were running. And then she grabbed an umbrella, ended up stabbing her, but then they went down an alley, and she, like, dodged, and so she broke the window, and then there she was fighting with her, and she ended up taking the wig off and throwing it, and that kind of woke her up, because she's like, oh, I'm not her no more. And so, like a dumbass, she didn't even pay attention. She bent over to grab it and stabbed herself, like in the chest or her stomach. That uh, mega popped me, yeah. <laughs> it was all slow, and then did the anime thing, Rawlson just blood, and it's like, oh geez. So she I gets sure up, love to do that. staggers into traffic, which the traffic was moving a while ago, and now it's just clear. And then eventually a truck's coming, which 
she's again she's psycho so she's like oh like lights like camera like action and then but it's a truck and so i don't know why she decided to save her because it's like she just tried killing you and she's a psycho but she jumps and knocks her out of the way they both get hit kind of and then um she passes out and the driver's like, oh shit you know call cops call an ambulance and then i'm assuming she's in like a psych ward because i saw yeah. her give her flowers and then she left and they're like oh my god was that the real roomie and like oh no it must have been like look alike or something and they're like oh okay and then she's in the fucking car and then she like looks in the mirror takes off the sunglasses and she's like no i'm real and then fucking da, 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 credits i'm like okay <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> so like is she sane or is she psycho now is she gonna I, go back i to think pop i think uh i assume that her career like it was probably good for her career the publicity and so she's a success, successful actress and she's not crazy anymore so uh, she's I like, no, nah, I'm real. I know. It's not. Yeah, she knows exactly. Who is the dreamer? <laughs> but uh, what do you think, buddy? What's your rating? Oh boy. Uh, uh, two thumbs. The, like the, sto- the story wasn't bad. Saw some bush. I thought I saw butthole, but it was just butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, everything was pretty smooth about it. Just so, and th- this isn't a, a movie problem, so that's why it's not knocking it down. It's just any show if you don't speak the language. But when there's multiple people talking, sometimes it's hard because they instead of showing multiple like captions, you can go fast they, sometimes. They, yeah, they show them faster, and it's like, wait, fuck. <laughs> the the first the first like ten minutes are the roughest because there's a lot of character introductions and a lot of people on screen at once talking really quickly. Yeah. But after the first 10 minutes, it gets easier to follow all the words uh, in one go. Yeah. But like I said, it, that, it, it's not knocking it down on this movie. It's any movie you watch that's in a different language. Like, yeah, they're, especially when they're talking and they cut them like, no, you weren't. And it's like it, her, it takes that away. So you can't even finish what they were talking about. And then it's like, no. And then it just layers. And so I, I'm not letting it affect the movie because it was still good. Yeah, uh, I also give it uh, two thumbs up. This is the kind of shit I'm into. I like weird like. Is this real? Is it not like weird psychological mystery kind of shit? So yeah, uh, definitely, honestly, the animation was cool. If this was live action, this honestly could have hundred percent been like a type of David Lynch movie. Oh, hundred percent. Because especially playing with the like, you'd randomly see him just like in like the the Mister Mimania just in a crowd like looking, and it's like like Lynch did that shit with that fucking white face dude showing up in that one movie. Oh, fuck yeah. Or like that homeless, they were looking down an alley for like that homeless chick, and then the white man showed up or whatever. I bet you he's seen it. What? Perfect Blue. Maybe, buddy. <laughs> Damn. Message him, ask him. All right, I'll hit him up on Twitter. It's Friday. Can you believe it? One of my followers asked me about Perfect Blue. Of course I've seen it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite films. <laughs> when did that come out? 90. 97. Oh, okay. So it's too late for Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, enough before Mulholland Drive. A little bit of that going on in there. I, I guess. Probably around the right around the time of Lost Highway, I think, maybe. There's definitely some of that. There's, Yeah, you know what? That's probably more along the lines of Lost Highway. Yeah. Oh, Lost Highway's so fucking good. That fucking ending. Should we throw Lost Highway on this list? I really don't want to. Buddy. 
so good. Is uh, Blue Velvet? Would it be enough to be on this list? Um, or is it is it that type to be able to be on this list? Not as much as like a Lost Highway or Mulholland Drive. I mean, uh, Fire Walk with Me definitely would I would would count, but I think we've already we yeah we've already watched. Of course we've watched. We've, done, we've reviewed that, right? But we have not. We have not reviewed the uh, that fucking two hours of extra footage. Oh, the missing pieces, buddy. I have it. God damn it. I do have it. Uh, what? When you go to this trailer park, fucking never sees him again, ever. Never it was mentioned well, ever. Would... Like, damn it. <laughs> I like Chris Isaac too. Damn it. That is a strong opening. <laughs> and then you get one scene of Coop. And then that's it. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie was shit. We already know what happened. No, buddy, no way. You got a lot of Ray Wise. Yeah, no, he's good, but we already know the story. We already know who does it. We already know what happens. We already know the setup for the show. That whole beginning hour or whatever, up until the fucking after the coop shit, like, that was amazing because it was brand new. And it was even though it was a prequel, it was still, like, brand new. Like, oh, fuck, this is what leads up to it. Like, holy shit. And then my brother's sister's girl. And then fucking garbage after that. It's not garbage, <laughs> goddammit. Bobby, you killed Mike. <laughs> there was something that pissed me off on fucking TikTok. Because you know how people, they'll say something and then they use like footage from a show or something like that. And it was sure. all like, like, oh, like, oh, like, like, so sad boy gets hit by a truck. And it was the goddamn scene <laughs> from the fucking re- revival where he, yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers. Because they put like a crying uh, thing and it had sad music and it was just him all pissed off. I said, get out of the way. I was like, oh my God. So good. I'm so fucking like, I was like, fuck this ass. Such an amazing series. And then it, it showed like him looking up and seeing that kid's like spirit dissipate and he was like, oh. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Damn it. That's right. That did happen. Yeah. Fucking, uh. Good show though. Uh, oh, God damn it. I can't remember his fucking name. He was the trailer park owner. It was, yeah, but I can't remember his real name. He's dead now. Yeah. A lot of people are dead. <laughs> a lot of people. Fucking waited too long. He waited the fucking 27 years or whatever. Uh, God, God, buddy, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, but then look how many people are fucking gone. Jake gives two rights. And we'll see you... At the Scary Movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!